0: We're live. Hi. 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 Hello. Uh I'm Champ Champenstein. And this is Talk Comics to me. This is Heather. <laughs> I don't let her say her name. I'm Heather. And I like th- when you introduce me actually. And this is Heather Hadfield. Uh Thank you. <laughs> I don't I don't have anything to start with. I don't, so let's just jump let's right into this. Just talk to com- talk to comics.
1: We're talking to the <laughs> comics today about you guys. <laughs> Um, this is Once in Future. This is issue number
0: nine. I think this is my favorite book that's out right now. I, I mean, I would say yes, but then I'm like, well, I have two other books in here. I would say that about, Yeah. but then one of them's also almost over. But yeah, no, this is also, this is my favorite ongoing series right now. That's safe. As long as it doesn't stop. And I I've, just like, it's, you know, two of my favorite
1: creators and I just... I just love
0: it. Yeah, I it just always it looks really great. It feels really fun. Like I said to you this morning. it's just kind of like Kieran being able to just shove whatever British literature and myths he can into like a story and bring it to life. It's beautiful. I really like this issue
1: because it shows like what happens after when you're trying to get back to the real
0: world and you just can't. yeah. Uh, the one thing like Heather and I have talked about, several times with this like particular issue. It's just like the art is really, really great and the colors are really, really great. They are fantastic. Like it's just the first page especially is just like so, so, so beautiful. I can't, ooh. Dan Mora and, yeah. and Tamra Bonvillon.
1: Tamra Bonvillain, ooh, <laughs> I, I get it now.
0: Okay, uh, <laughs> it all adds up. Uh, the, together they're just, Unstoppable Yeah, I feel like it's just such a great creative force. Like, this book is just so, so, so good So I, I I, don't know what else to say Otherwise, it's just like you can't really delve into this issue necessarily Right It's,
1: uh, I guess the, the basis of it is Merlin is trying to play all the people for fools Yeah, <laughs> and doing a Merlin job of yeah. it Yeah Which is, that's really good Mer- Okay <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, that's pretty much it Duncan and Grandma go back to their own separate places, but then shit's happening
0: again, like right away. So, yeah, Yeah. it's just like it's it's was trying to like let off the brakes a little bit and or put on the brakes and be like, all right, let's do this a little slower. And they're like, just kidding, just kidding. You can't see (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah. good, 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 good book. I really enjoy it. Every issue,
1: honestly, is better than the last. I would agree with that. Okay. Okay. I feel like we didn't say enough, but... I know. I feel like we didn't even talk about it. It's good, though. Just read it. <laughs> <laughs> just do what we say. Um,
0: this is Ludacrat's <laughs> <laughs> issue number three. Uh, this is also a really great book. Another book where... Gillen and Bond villain uh, work together. Yeah, where the, wow. the colors are just so perfect. The art is really great, and the story is just fucking ludicrous it is the silliest thing i've ever read i at one point i looked at heather and i was like i just read nonsense because it is absolute like it makes no sense and they're all words Mm -hmm. they're all words put together but it just isn't something that is clear
1: yeah it doesn't make sense i just Okay, I'm sorry. I love this book. Um, I didn't realize how much I loved it until this issue, and I was dying while I was reading it. What would you say this one is about? (laughs) Because I don't even know. Otto and. Banging? Yeah, I was going to say Otto and Grady having sex. And Otto's spawn. Yeah, evil hell spawn. Is a big jello monster. So they have to kill it. And they don't want to be boring. (laughs) That's it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. But it is really fun. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: No, I... Every issue just, like, chuckles so hard just because every joke is just, like, kind of perfectly placed and the art paired with it just... The facial expressions. Yeah, the facial expressions. That's it. That, e- just e- the facial expressions. Every character has, like, perfect... Perfect facial expressions. I like
1: Otto's the most, I think, because they're so animated and, I don't know, full of life. I like when he does his little, like... (laughs) Love that face. It's one of my favorites. Or when he, like, is about to cry and he gets, like... Uh, And the part where he bursts through the wall in this one is just... While ripping his clothes off.
0: (laughs) Incredible. A work of art. Uh, this really is a work of art. I, <laughs> I, I don't, it's weird to say that. It's so good. I don't, maybe it's just perfectly placed in the time right now, but it just feels are we're,
1: we're actually just losing our minds. This comic makes no sense, has no plot, and we just like <laughs> read too far into it and are taking something out of it that isn't there because we want it to be that. <laughs> That's what's going on,
0: I guess just getting fooled into something they're like you know what we'll do Karen's like let's get a group together we'll make make it a big group we'll put pretty pictures and we'll just make bright colors and we'll just hypnotize them into into something make them buy six
1: issues of this because you
0: know we will <laughs> Uh, that, so that's all I <laughs> we have to say about Ludocrats. it's It's perfect. It's really funny. The thing is, just be ready for just a wild, ludicrous time. It's really naughty. It's really naughty. There are lots of penises, and this particular issue, you don't see banging, but there's lots of the word fuck and hump in there. And there's one weenie. There is one weenie. One
1: weenie in this one.
0: All All right.
1: right. (laughs) Talking on weenies here. I've got Faithless... Uh, Part two, issue number two.
0: This is another horny edition of...
1: Yeah, this one gets real horny. So Faith um, has been doing all of her paintings in period blood. Oh, yeah. uh, And she's, you know, selling it and shit. And so she goes overseas and meets up with uh, Poppy, who's the girl from the first part of it. Um, They're just kind of wandering around and, like, looking at architecture and stuff. And uh, Faith ends up seeing... The character that you see in the first series that you just kind of assume is a witch, you see her, like, once, and then that's it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Faith sees her, and then weird shit starts happening. Uh, It has to do with dogs, and then she passes out. Poppy goes missing, too. Like I did
0: in the bathroom.
1: Yeah, except in reverse. Faith is (laughs) fainting in reverse. If it were the other way, it would have been champ. (laughs) Um... But this, this book is incredible, too. I still absolutely love this book, um, especially this issue. All the other ones kind of leading up to this one kind of almost feel like filler, even though they are moving the story along. Mm-hmm. But this one, I feel like, was what they were building up to what's going to be happening in the okay. next few. What What issue is this? Sorry. Uh, number two. Yeah. OK, number two. Oh, I I think they do four. Well, they did six for the first mm-hmm. one, but it was only supposed to be five. So I don't, I don't know. Um, but with that comes the very naughty uh, cover.
0: It's very naughty. It's so naughty. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, they accidentally did not put the cover, like the front blocker on that comic. So the other day, yesterday, when I was putting comics out to sort through this, I just looked down and that's what I saw. It was very, yes, very shocking. it would be here so you could read
1: the back. But in this case, it was in the back. And you could
0: see everything else. Was a lot Mhm. And taking down the sexy Jimmy or, Olsen is so sexy Or bringing sexy back yeah. Who knows I mean sexy never left Because he's been here The whole time <laughs> <laughs> I have the last issue Of Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen I was really bummed out This was really great It really wrapped up Everything in like A very perfect way It like, was really funny I will probably buy this in hardcover. This was easily one of my favorite books of the year, and probably, like, I mean, it is the best DC book. I'm, I'm gonna be straight up here I think it was the best DC book. I'm very bummed out to see it, like, gone. I, I really want more. Even if it was just, like, some, like, weekly strip or mm-hmm. something, it's just... I don't know. There's something so like wholesome and so great about it, and something that's like really heartfelt. And I don't know, where everything else in D.C. right now is just like really dark and like death. Yeah, and it's not just that. It's just like I suppose like the world around us is just like so bleak as well. There's something like kind of nice about having like I don't know something hopeful, mm-hmm. like even a silly and you know. No, I wouldn't say stupid, but as even as like silly as it is, it just like I don't hold something close to my heart. I don't. I can't wait to read it. Like, I've only read the issue where Superman wears the wig. God, I just that's it's one of my favorites. I yeah. I, I just thought back to the issue again with the little Olsons where they have the little <laughs> little old, like guillotine. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I just I don't know. There's like. Uh, I, it definitely will stay with me, and it's something I'll probably reread. And I do want to like give it to people because it's just like I don't know, feeling bad. I think it's just sit down with Jimmy Olson, right? Have like a willy nilly time. He's everyone's pal. He is everyone's pal. It's cute. Yeah, and the last page was really, really pretty, and I think just a really great wrap up. I don't know, it was just really well done. Oh, overall everything was great. Deserves a round of applause. Way to go, Good job. <laughs> Alright, you ready?
1: Yeah, so um, we both have Gideon Falls, issue number
0: 23. I I have to burp. This follows Fred, right? That's his name? Father Fred? Father.
1: Father Bishop. I don't <laughs> know.
0: Father. It's just Father Fred. Father Fred, okay. I was like, I don't remember his name, I just know him as the priest. He's in some weird, like, Blade Runner world, future, future Gideon Falls, and it's infected with the smiling guy. That's, that's it, that's it, right?
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much all that happens. Uh, The world that he is in is pretty much being run by, like, sex robots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I I forgot about the beginning of the book. So he's, like, you know, trapped there, he makes a friend.
0: And then the town, yeah, begins to get overrun by smiling men. And then they kind of, I don't know, do they step into something? They, like, somehow transfer into a different time. Yeah, it looked like there was, like, a door that opened.
1: I can't. Maybe that's just what I wanted to see. Because it felt like they took a weird, like, yeah, see here.
0: Uh, Okay. And then they just end up in. A different Gideon Falls yeah
1: what seems to be maybe the real Gideon Falls at a different time who knows uh, the timelines and stuff are very confusing in here um, but I did like that issue just because it focused on just the one
0: yeah whereas
1: like a lot of them it's like hey here's four different stories and we're gonna like put them all together and you have to figure out what is what yeah I didn't have to do that this time yeah it is nice
0: having it just kind of be like semi straightforward and what it was trying to, to mm-hmm. do I oh, the book is still really great. It, I mean, it's pretty thick, thick into it now, like yeah. twenty three issues. I just I wonder how it could like possibly end. Yeah, it is interesting because you don't, you'd almost think they'd have to destroy Gideon Falls to destroy, right? The... And but then like which Gideon
1: Falls? Like would they have to go
0: to the other timelines to destroy it there too? Cause yeah, they I don't know. See, it's confusing. And then I don't know if, like, at that point, do they, are they also destroying themselves? Because they are getting involved. Yeah. Honestly, We need you to answer these questions, please. I mean, I might have also just been, like, partially putting in dark things into there. I'm like, these are all thoughts I have about dark. This is just what I think about stories with different timelines. That's why it stresses me out.
1: Like, if some me from another dimension comes here, I, I will be so freaked out. Not because there's me from another dimension, but because if they die, I die too. That's immediately what I just jump to. Like, well, I can't exist from, without the other ones. No, if they're from a different dimension, you can exist without them living. But has it always been that way? I get way too into
0: thinking about the connections between it. Well, you're not connected to it because you're in a different dimension. You're two different people. It's just like the same thing if somebody dies in one timeline, that doesn't mean they die in another timeline. But it's another me from another
1: dimension. Yeah, you're not that like stresses me out though. <laughs> Cuz I just think about all these other things that it could mean. Yeah. So I like was looking up what is it like the the god thread or some shit like that the stream theory
0: this is all shit that's in dark maybe that's why i've been putting it off i I am this is that's why i keep telling you to watch i promise okay this is a conversation for another podcast okay so
1: (laughs) uh this is comics this is uh the red mother issue number six um this is just following see man i almost had it daisy um following Daisy as she makes her trip to London to start working for the man who sent her the puzzles. So she's creating puzzles for him. She's trying to adjust to life, but, you know, of course when you're being haunted by the woman whose eye you stole, that's, I'm just assuming that's what it was. She just wants her eye back. Um, you know, you can't ever get it to
0: leave you. It's just one way or another, it's going to find you. There is a really creepy part in the end of this
1: Oh, yeah, where all the friends become, like, possessed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, a. it's weird. And did you notice the thing in the therapist's desk? Probably not. Because I felt like there was a nest, like, when she opened the desk, like, there was the shot of it that was just, like, why is this such a close-up shot, and there's that, like, thing right there? I mean, it, it could just be me, like, overlooking it. Yeah, no, I don't know. Just focusing too much on stuff, because it's, like, but that's the only thing that's, like, kind of weird and, like... Right. Okay, it's also so, got that red eye middle part. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, I'm gonna have to start, like,
1: paying attention to the background shit to see if there's something drawn in there. Because that was just, like, one of those things where I was like, is this a visual clue? This seems important. Right. I don't know. Uh... I'll go through all of them and figure it out. But yeah, she's
0: being tracked by this evil woman. Yeah, it's that's it. Yeah, it's it's, it's a scary book. Mhm. All right. So then I have family tree number seven. I actually did forget everybody's names in here, so that's chill. The main character is. It's following the tree sister's brother in the future if that makes sense after she turns into a tree after she turns into a tree and he's protecting her so then it just kind of goes into like her being a tree how he can't get his mother to just like leave the tree because it's like her daughter and then it's her like also coming and trying to talk to her mom i don't know it's it's interesting there's a lot going on i'm kind of interested to see like how they got to the future they're at because the future is just like she's been the only one of these like beings that's been allowed to grow ever. Hmm. So she's just like spreading out like a giant like jungle. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Are you still enjoying
0: it? Yeah, I really, I do enjoy it. It's just like, it's hard to really like put into words because it's like fairly like slow moving like the best word to use but there's like a lot happening but that's just because there's a lot of character development and it's not just like this straight up like horror book it's also something else like it has that horror aspect of it I think mainly because you know she's turning into a tree right there's this whole other it's like a quiet horror yeah there's this whole other world of people who like are also these tree beings who are never allowed to grow but like I would I would assume part of them exists somewhere, Mm -hmm. because that's, like, with her father, his, her grandfather has, like, the hand of her dad. So, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Okay. And I, like, and they're not, like, necessarily the bad guys. Right. There's a whole nother group that's, like, trying to completely destroy them. And they don't tell you exactly why? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And in this issue, you get a little bit more about that group and what's happening, but not, yeah, the reason why necessarily. So that's going to come. There's going to be an origin story. Yeah, there has to be. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry. That was that was a little off, off there for a while. Okay. I
1: have uh, Avengers number 34. This follows the Moon Man himself um, taking out people that he thinks are bad. I, he's just being manipulated and
0: he's being a real dick about it. Um, (laughs) The moon man Yeah the moon man himself (laughs) The moon man himself and he's being a real Dick about it (laughs)
1: Um, Taking out fucking Spider-Man Like uh, Mephisto he just straight up Murders Sick he's like I'm gonna take these bars out that you're in prison Behind and I'm gonna kill you And he just does it Doesn't even care Uh, He's got Black Panther all chained up And having his little moonites Like beating him and stuff it's crazy. He's a madman. <laughs> but he also, uh, you know, has the... You, you just hit the um, nail there. Yeah, he's on fire, too. You know why? Because he, he killed Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider. Yeah. yeah. And Iron Fist. So he is now called Mr. Moon Man, uh, Fist of Vengeance. <laughs>
0: I want to write a letter to you, Mr. Moveman. This uh, this <laughs> issue was actually really
1: good. Yeah, I'm talking a lot of shit, but it was actually really good. I enjoyed it. It took me a minute to remember like what had happened in the last one, um, and there was some weird stuff between fucking Captain Marvel and Iron Man having a baby together. What? He's carrying he's carrying their baby. What? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. There's a baby pulling snot out of its nose, strapped in a baby Bjorn to Tony Stark's chest. Is
0: there fight? In his suit! They're fighting monsters?
1: They're fighting the they're uh, the, the monster, Moon the yeah. Moon yeah, Man's uh, groupies. Uh, Cause they're trying to find all the Avengers. Uh, he took out also Thor and- uh, You should
0: describe more Marvel books this Marvel. way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sound like an old woman. Who just doesn't, you know, makes up her own names because she can never remember the ones. That's honestly what happened because I can't remember his name. Moon Knight? Well no, I know it was Moon Knight, but no. they like I know, Spectre. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um but yeah, so that was it. That's that's all that happens in there. Okay. Um and this is part two of the age of Konshu. Yeah. I keep saying Okay. <laughs> in one of those um i think it's gonna be like no we know i'm not good at this five-parter um so yeah i'm excited to see where moon man takes us
0: uh it's just it's harder to do i think with other marvel books because they have names like iron man they just do it to themselves i'll call him brass suit (laughs) well no all right, so Heather read my book, so we both have... Yeah, it. I read it, so what? <laughs>
1: we both read this one, tier zero. Tier zero. Issue number three. Your Italian's coming out right now. <laughs> I... So what? So what? I read it, what are you going to do about it? Um, This just follows our four different timelines, or not even timelines, just four different people, groups of people, because one of them is a group of women. And then three men. Yeah. Okay. And one's one's a little boy. Yeah. One is he's a man. You saw those cowboy boots
0: he was wearing. (laughs) Yes, that clearly makes him a man. He is a dignified man. But (laughs) yeah, this is a zombie story. (laughs) Yeah, that's. Yeah, it's interesting. I still like it. I mean, it's only five issues, which is why I've just kept reading it. Reading it because it's like. It's just a nice little fun one. Um, I like following the different
1: people's stories. I, I think I like the, um, the hitman the most, the assassin. Yeah, I think
0: I love, I love, I like the... Hello? <laughs> <laughs> My brain just went out. <laughs> I like the, uh, women the most. The group of women the most. Where are they from? Afghanistan. Yes. Yeah.
1: I, I like them a lot, too. Um... I like that the the one thing they're like, yeah, we left the guns at home. We're
0: just gonna get a bunch of books and we're gonna go set up camp somewhere. Like, I love that. Yeah, and I think that's why I was like, yes, I really enjoy this part. So yeah, the, yeah, it is. Once again, just a zombie story, but it does have like a really nice little story that keeps you, keeps you. Keeps it's you interesting griped. enough. Yeah. I think it's just because it is for different people, so it's one of those things where you can find something you do enjoy about it. Right, and
1: each part. Is so short. It's like a page and a half. Yeah. So it's not like you have to get through a
0: lot to get to the part that you want to read the most. I suppose the other part I like a lot about it is just the fact that instead of it just being like humans versus humans, it's more so of like a humans trying to survive themselves versus like joining groups and then like their overall like they do have overall goals. Mm-hmm. Short otherwise. Each of them has something else short of like, you know, killing zombies. Right and coming out the other side. Yeah, that is I do like that. I didn't even consider that.
1: I'm not used to like zombie stories actually having something in them. <laughs> I'm just used to it being, you know, like what hundred and ninety-four issues of just a story that comes to an
0: end on a dad's lap. Uh yeah, and I like I said, I think as I thought about more of the characters and how they develop and you know, even with the group of women how their ultimate goal is to, you know, like, get more books and try to find a place. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, okay, that's their bigger goal. I guess short of, uh, the doomsday Day Prepper guy, BJ.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, now he has that goal, but, like, when he started it, yeah. his goal was to just stay there, so now now he has that, like, I'm gonna find this person. I'm gonna leave my safe haven to go get some fucking sexy time. I was gonna say poontang because I watched Bubble Boy the other
0: night. I knew what you're thinking. <laughs> okay. I was just gonna stop you from saying it, but you went ahead. It's cool. You do what you need. I, I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we so, have- uh, Wait, I, ha- I have Empire. Oh sh- That's right, that's I d- right. I did remember, okay. so I don't- I didn't, I didn't- I don't have it. Show them the book. <laughs> this is Empire. <laughs> Uh, I read it. It was, uh, actually, I enjoyed it. It did a really good job of filling in the blanks of what was happening, so I didn't have to, like, read anything else. Like, any of the special ones yeah, that we have the, right now? Yeah, the M- Avengers and Fantastic yeah. Four. Uh, so, overall, it was just, like, enjoyable. I liked the pacing of it, and the art was really good. It's just basically, like, Hulkling is... Now the emperor of the Kree and Skrull who have come together and their ultimate goal is to take down the Kotati who have built up a garden on the blue side of the moon and the Avengers have joined the Kotati and they're just like, now we're going to take you guys down and the Fantastic Four, they have just gotten done doing Fantastic Four stuff, I guess, you know, morphing out of nowhere. (laughs) And they, they had come upon, like, the, sh- the Kree scroll ship to see, and they, like, got on the ship to see what was happening. And so they're kind of teamed up with Hulkling, and mistakes are made, things happen. And if there's ever a mistake being made, you can bet Tony fucking St- Richards family is going to be a part of it. Well, they didn't fuck up, but, you know, it was our, our boy Tony Stark he's just too like you know hot, hard-headed to just like listen to anybody else i'm sorry i love him he's such a dick i just hate him so much he's, he's not like, even a real person just like the idea of him just makes me so absolutely mad which is i think funny because if i yeah I had talked to that person one time in my
1: entire life i would hate him and i would always remember how much i hated him and i would tell the story for years about how I met this man and I hated him so much but I love Tony Stark as a character Uh, and for no reason he's not great he's not like a good person I just really like the shitty things that he
0: says and I don't know why (laughs) I just I can't even remember the first like book I read with him in it I just remember coming out of it and just being like fuck that dude I hate that character. Never want to read shit with him in it again.
1: Mine is like the opposite. I'm always like, "Oh Tony, you dick! I can't wait to see what you do next." Just like <laughs> throw this shit in the garbage. <laughs> Fuck this dude. Fuck I him. I put him in frames and hang him up. That's how much I love Tony Stark. <sighs> God.
0: All right, we can get we can talk about other things. Okay. Now.
1: Sorry, we're on one
0: today. <laughs> um, we have this cute little. Uh,
1: One shot, this giant-sized X-Men magnet boy, um, follows him. I actually really like this one. I didn't make fun of his name, even though Magneto is one of my favorites. And I had a huge crush on him when I was little. (laughs) He seemed like he
0: would be a good dad. You've just, like... (laughs) (laughs) I I had a crush on him because he seemed like he would be a good dad. Like, like to to you or to children... Why not both? (laughs) We gotta process that another time. My therapist can't even do that. (laughs) So, so yeah, this just follows Magneto. Him and Emma have a nice uh, fancy dinner, and she tells him she wants an island. So Magneto's like, all right, I'll get you an island. So he gets wet with my boy Namor. They make a deal, and Emma gets her island. Yeah. (laughs) That's...
1: I thought it was super
0: cute. It was really cute. I think it's like the most concise way we have ever put together a comic. Apparently all it takes is me just making up names
1: and then I can tell you everything
0: you want to know. I think it was more of the the, the moment I needed to get out of the the dad thing.
1: You're out of that? I'm still in that. What I meant actually was like, he can put a baby in me and I know that he would probably <laughs> take care of it.
0: Ugh.
1: Okay, so um, our last one here um, is uh, the Free Comic Book Day book. Please talk for me for a minute.
0: <laughs> the Free Comic Book Day X-Men comic book. Okay, thank you. I was like, why, I, why I is this not sounding right? I don't know if that even sounded better. So this is just kind of leading you into X of sorts. Yeah. And giving you just a glimpse of... The things that may happen via it's this Emma, Emma reading tarot cards, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It was really, really like it was really short, but it was really, really solid. Oh yeah, it was yeah, really for like how
1: fucking short it is. Yeah, it's
0: just really pretty. It gets down to like the gritty and the. See, point. No, no, no.
1: Okay, this is the um, the witch or whatever from Excalibur.
0: Oh uh, okay. The
1: one. Oh, okay like the goddess or whatever of some some i can never remember her name um but yeah she is a a witch a goddess type deal from the other world she yeah was an excalibur it's a whole thing there so that's why i thought that it was i had forgotten that this was like an actual x-men book i thought it was like an excalibur yeah. one because i was like oh okay this is the same character from there but no and then it turned into like a tony stark book <laughs>
0: It did. I got confused halfway through because I had just read Avengers. Oh, I didn't go past the X-Men stuff. Oh. See, I just stopped at... Is this a whole separate thing? I just stopped there. Then what is this? I just assumed that was... I I said, I didn't read that.
1: Damn, Tony Stark fucking dies. He loses his leg. Like, it's insane. I... Oh. Oh! Is that it? Wow. (laughs) I made it through that whole book thinking that it was an all an X-Men book, and I was like, what does this have to do with the X-Men? So I was like, maybe I'm missing something. But no, this is apparently, they put this at the very end of the comic.
0: (laughs) I am fucking dying right now, oh my
1: god. (laughs) Can you understand now why I was so confused when I was reading it?
0: No, I can, but that's why I was just like, I stopped because it had, like, the last X page. So right. I was like, oh, it's done. And I was like, there's so much more in here, though. Yeah, so I just kept I reading things. it, and I was like, why the fuck is Pepper
1: pots in here? Yeah, like, no, what- my brain just shut off. I was like, done, bye. Yeah, so basically what happens in the second half of this X-Men book is there is a Tony Stark little preview for the series called Dark Ages? Is that what it said? Like? I think yeah. yeah. Dark, Ages. dark Ages, where Tony's flying around. They're having earthquakes and shit. And Pepper calls him. And is like you need to come home right now. Like shit's shit's going down. Like wild stuff is happening. His suit powers down randomly. All the lights go off in the town, and he fucking crashes into an airplane.
0: Then loses his leg.
1: Yeah, loses his leg. Flies into the building, and he says, "It's all gone, dark, forever." <laughs> <laughs> And I think those are the last words that Tony Stark has ever said. <sighs> or do you think he's gonna get a, like a leg like Thor's arm? What if his leg is just Thor's arm?
0: <laughs> Thor doesn't need it anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean he doesn't. What if they just get one of Thor's arms and give Thor another arm? One of those little silver sl- arms. Give Thor like two more arms. Okay. Give him as many arms as he needs. I think we're done now yeah that was it that was all the books do you so. have any other like mishmash of heroes you'd like to put together real fast have more legs less arms uh, uh, more arms uh, less legs
1: god damn it i had one and you made me lose it <laughs> anyway thanks for listening You'll bucky bye. barnes but with a uh, uh black widow's like legs can you imagine, like, how funny that would look with his big bulky, like, silver arm? Gold? I don't know. His arm with, like, teeny tiny little isn't, legs.
0: Isn't it vibranium?
1: You got it. All right, everybody. That was it. Thank you. We're we'll, losing our minds. We'll see you
0: later. The world is ending. Bye. Take care of yourselves. I think it was that music
1: <laughs> that got me going, honestly. Because I wanted to dance so bad,
0: but I couldn't. So you just got it- you got it out? Yeah. You got it out of you.